So let's talk about fitness testing. Fitness testing can be helpful for a number of reasons. Firstly, uh, is to track progress. So you can track progress over time that allows improvements to be seen or understood. So say a performer achieves a level 5.2 in the multi-stage fitness test uh, as a baseline, but then resits the test after 12 weeks and they achieve a 9.8. That shows that the performer is improving their fitness and their plan is successful. So it helps you to measure that progress over time. Fitness testing is also good because it sets baselines. So that, that determines how performance can do on a baseline in each area of fitness to identify any load scores in areas that need improving. So by doing baseline tests, a performer will have a recorded starting point and performers can then compare their starting scores against any progress that they make. It's also a good motivational tool if you're tracking your um, fitness. So um, a performer may use a fitness test uh, to motivate them to improve. So if a performer knows that they have a fitness test coming up, they're more likely to be motivated to do well and to, to get ready for that fitness test. They may also have a specific goal to reach. So if, they're gonna, if they will train hard to ensure they achieve that goal, uh, that's more likely. Also allows people to discover their strengths and weaknesses. So fitness tests can highlight those strengths and weaknesses. So if you've got a test that tests a footballer's um, dribbling ability, uh, you might have you might sort of understand that 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 might be poor because they have poor agility, maybe, and then you can focus on improving their agility. Fitness testing is also a good way to prevent tedium or boredom. Um, because what that does is it provides a bit of variety within a training program. So um, sometimes training can be a bit boring and fitness tests are used to make it basically a bit more competitive to give performers um, that competitive interest because they'll basically want to beat their previous score. Um, and lastly, uh, one of the things that fitness testing is good for is peer comparison. So if you've got performers who want to compare themselves to each other or to maybe to a national average, you're able to do that with fitness tests. Um, and th that is another way of increasing the competitiveness of, of, the, of fitness and getting fit. So some of the reasons for fitness testing, preventing tedium, peer comparison, motivational tool, uh, tracking progress, setting baselines, and discovering the strengths and weaknesses. What's the name given to a test used to record a starting point for various elements of the athlete's performance? So that's what's called a baseline test. So you're discovering the baseline area where uh, what, what the, the athlete can do at that time. So some limitations of fitness testing. Sometimes they're too generic and not sport-specific. So for example, for example multi-stage fitness tests will not always show that a performer is playing football well because the sport contains both anaerobic and aerobic um, activity. So just because they do really well in that multi-stage fitness, multi fitness test, that doesn't necessarily mean they're going to be playing well at football. Also, um, don't mirror sporting movements. So tests such as the multi-stage fitness test do not recreate sporting movements. So just because you're able to could get a high score on the multi-stage fitness test, doesn't necessarily mean you're testing your ability to repeatedly do certain actions or movements.
So team sports do not uh, need a performer to run back and forth in a straight line as an example of why a multi-stage stage fitness test might not be a good, um, a good fitness test for some team sports. They also don't recreate uh, competitive conditions. So fitness taste testing, when you do it, is not done in a competitive environment, um, competing against other people. So not, not all the time anyway. So sporting competitions are performed in high-pressure environments, and that's really difficult to recreate within a fitness test environment. Um, and these tests can also be done over and over again. So that affects how um, the scores, sort of how meaningful the schools are. I think especially given that when you're performing against um, another another team or another individual, you can only do that once within within the performance. So many tests also aren't that reliable. So some tests need a performer to try their hardest to achieve accurate score. And if the performers aren't necessarily most based that much, then their score won't be as high as it should be, and therefore it won't be accurate. Um, and in some tests, the partner needs to record the score. So for example, a vertical jump, um, the person scoring might make a mistake uh, and therefore produce unreliable results. Um, the tests are also not always carried out with the correct procedures or protocols, uh, which again can make them unreliable. So why are the results of fitness tests often unreliable? So firstly, performers might not be motivated and the person who is testing or scoring may make a mistake. Sporting competitors are performed in high-pressure environments that cannot be created in fitness tests. So the acronym TEST, T-E-S-T, can be used to remember the reasons for fitness testing. Can you think of what the acronym stands for? Well, I'm going to tell you. Uh, T stands for training programs, tell the performer what needs to be improved. E stands for evaluation of strengths and weaknesses in performance. S stands for setting goals can motivate performers. And T stands for tedium, which is another word for boredom. So tests can prevent um, boredom uh, for athletes when they're added into sessions. So which of the following is not a limitation of fitness tests? So... Some tests aren't completely reliable. Well, that definitely is a limitation of fitness tests. They don't mirror sporting movements. That's another, that is another fit, uh, limitation. They don't recreate friendly conditions. That doesn't sound too right. And too generic. That is another limitation. So they, the fact they don't recreate friendly conditions is not a limitation of fitness tests. If you found this episode useful, you will find more episodes by searching for our new podcast channels. Search Revise GCSE and your subject for more podcasts to help you with your revision.